You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Mandy Hart, Patriots.com Radio, Patriots Team Channel here on TuneIn. Andy, Cordell Stewart once earned the prestigious honor of AFC Special Teams Player of the Week as an emergency punter, so we relish in special teams conversation on this program. Was Sunday's game in Denver the best that you can recall in that phase of the game for the Patriots? Block punt, kick return for a touchdown, even though they lost Matthew Slater in the process. Yeah, it was certainly up there, and you know, it, I guess it all depends on perspective because Broncos coach Vance Joseph said he's never seen worse special teams play than what his team put forth uh, in his career. And Patriots took advantage. I mean, the first one, a muffed punt. Um, you know, Isaiah McKenzie's done that a few times this year. They took full advantage. Uh, the, the kickoff return was just phenomenal blocking. Uh, Deion Lewis hit that early seam. Dwayne Allen gave him a block. Um, James Devlin, and they, boom, gone. You know, they, they work, they've been working apparently pretty hard on, on blocking. Um, both field goal block and punt block in practices. And, you know, you got that to pay off with the Rex Burkhead block punt. So, um, you know, give Joe Judge credit, their special teams coach. And obviously we know Bill Belichick's a guy that puts a lot of emphasis on the kicking game, um, uses a lot of starters in the kicking game. And really it goes back since the beginning. And Cordell, you'll remember this. Um, since the very beginning of this dynasty, they've always gotten big plays on special teams, whether it's blocked kicks and then return or, you know, big punt returns, obviously the field goals. But, you know, that's been a key part of this dynasty that probably goes a little bit uh, under the radar. Yeah, it does. And, and that was a big part of you guys having a chance and, and actually not having a chance but beating us because because of special teams issues we had and you guys took uh, full advantage of it. But tell me about James uh, Devlin and being a fullback in this system. I mean, how often have we seen that from this team where a fullback can actually get a carry or two and be a part of the success moving forward considering how big he is? Yeah, he's a he's really a great story. Um, a Brown University graduate, um, defensive lineman at Brown who I think was on the Bengals practice squad and then lands in New England on the practice squad, conversion to fullback. And now he's been here, I think, five years, five or six years now, and evolved from practice squatter to part-time guy to now he's a guy that, you know, both Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels call him the best fullback in the NFL. Uh, And I don't know if that's, you know, how much bias that is or how true that is, but he has gotten so much better in his blocking duties. Um, You watched that game the other night in Denver. He had a career-high 45 snaps. It was a lot of it lead blocking on Brandon Marshall and the linebackers. And there were times where he was squaring them up, leaving them on the ground, almost tapping out, you know, needing attention from the trainers afterwards. He's just a big, powerful guy. And then he gets his occasional catch here or there. He's a core special teamer. Um, You know, he's sort of, you know, been referred to as the perfect teammate, the ultimate teammate. Um, He does the dirty work. You know, Belichick earlier this year compared him to a, a hockey player who goes into the corner to get your team the puck, never scores the goals. Um, but is really key to you scoring goals and winning games. And, you know, it's interesting. We've seen a lot more two-back sets, eye formation with him leading the way. You know, earlier in the year it was Gillisley. Now it's it's more often for Deion Lewis. But he has become just a huge part of this team. And, and I think it's a mentality. It's, you know, a team-first attitude. It's a physicality. And then it's what he's actually doing as a fullback, as a lead blocker. And um, it's been a fun story to watch involved because, you know, when you think of the Patriots, it's always the stars. It's, you know, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and, you know, these superstar Hall of Fame types. And then you get a guy like James Devlin who has really carved out a key role for himself on this team. 
chatting with Andy Hart, Patriots.com Radio and the Patriots team channel here on TuneIn. Andy, let's spotlight what's coming up in Mexico City. Raiders have the highest paid offensive line in all of football. Good names we know up front like Donald Penn. So do you think the Patriots will be able to apply pressure and get to Derek Carr south of the border? Probably not. Um, this pass rush has not been very good. It's been consistently bad, quite frankly. They just haven't got there. And to the point where at times it's almost like they've given up and decided we're just going to rush three or two and we're going to draw in, you know, Trey Flowers is their best pass rusher, but they're dropping him into coverage at times. Uh, Dietrich Wise, their outside linebacker, defensive end types, because they just really haven't been able to get there with any consistency. They've mixed in some blitzes and sent some corners and safeties at times. Um, but it really has just been, you know, we knew it was going to be a question mark because of the offseason turnover when, you know, Rob Ninkovich retires and we had talked about the fact that Chris Long and Jabal Sheard had moved on and Coney Ealy didn't work out and then Derek Rivers, your top pick, gets hurt, tears his ACL. Actually, when we were with you guys in West Virginia practicing with the Texans. So you knew there was going to be a limited amount of talent there, but it's really played out that way. Um, you know, I think Kyle Van Oy, the linebacker, has three and a half sacks to lead the team. Um, they, they just, it's, it's not a strength of their game. They're, they're finding ways to win without it. Um, and like I said, some of that is just, heck, we're not going to get there, so let's just drop and flood the zones and see if we can, we can cover better. Um, now, that's obviously still a work in progress, too, for this past defense. There were still guys in Denver running wide open. Um, but, you know, I've sort of given up hope that they're ever going to have a consistent pass rush this season. One thing we know for sure when these guys go out to Mexico City, when it comes to the altitude, they'll be up there. But they're right now out in Colorado where they have an opportunity to work at the Air Force Academy. Uh, right now they have an addition to this team after missing two games. Malcolm Brown, he's getting a chance to get some work. Tell me how big of a loss was he not being able to play because of his ankle injury over the last couple of games? Huge. Um, that's your former first-round pick who I thought was playing some of his best football right before the injury. Um, and you don't have a lot of depth there. Allen Branch is, is their other real veteran big body in there. Lawrence Guy is sort of a versatile defensive tackle type, but not necessarily a run stuffer. That's why they brought in um, last week Ricky Jean-Francois um, to fill a gap there. And, you know, I think Brown is key because you're going up against the Raiders. They want to run the football. Marshawn Lynch is part of that offense. And obviously he's a physical, pounded up in there type runner. And if you don't have Malcolm Brown, um, that's more of a concern because, you know, they're a little undermanned at linebacker too. Their best run stuffing or, or run playing linebacker is Dante Hightower. He's out for the year with that torn peck. David Harris and Alandon Roberts have, have done their best and they've been okay. And they run a lot of run blitzes when they're in there where they're not even really letting them read. As soon as the play declares as a run play, they're just pounding into the gaps um, full speed ahead and hoping to create piles. Well, you might not have to do that quite as often if you can get Malcolm Brown back out there. And he's a big body. He's tough to move. Um, that would certainly be a benefit to them as they get ready for Lynch and the Raiders. Andy, great information as always. Thanks so much for giving us a couple minutes again today on the NFL on TuneIn. We'll chat with you next week in advance of the holiday. This is my favorite part of the week. I, it's not a favor. I love it. All right. I would <laughs> say you would have to raise your expectations, Andy. If we're the highlight of your week... <laughs> I'm just saying. Bad, I know. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> See you, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.